It's Brew Crew Territory, Scotty Braun with Low Kane, and we need Lorenzo today because the Milwaukee Brewers are coming off a tough week, which culminated in a sweep from the Oakland A's in Milwaukee. Low, A, how does that happen? B, do you have a clubhouse of players smashing lockers, or are they going, eh, it's 162-game season, shit happens, we're going to be fine we rely on guys that smile, that crack jokes, like Roddy Telez, who you'll hear from soon on the show. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's tough to deal with, regardless of who you're playing or what time of the season it is. Uh, it's tough to deal with, you know, but A's are clicking right now. They're playing great baseball. Um, they're locked in. So, um, yeah, I know that they're at the bottom of the totem pole right now as far as wins. But uh, either way, it's tough to deal with. So they got to have great guys to bring that locker room together, um, come in and flush it, regardless of, even though it was tough to deal with because you want to keep those downtimes at a minimum. So, hey, they move on from it. They got a big series coming up against the Twins. And uh, hopefully let's go for a sweep in, in Minnesota. What would you have done if you were in the clubhouse after that third loss? You know, I, hey, I would always come in because I was I was in that clubhouse, you know, for, for a while there. And we had a lot of tough times. And, um, you know, I was always the guy that kind of, like to flush things. I would tell guys, keep your head up. Hey, let's keep pushing forward. We could turn this thing around really fast. Things, things can happen fast in baseball. So you try not to dwell on it. You, not, you try not to let it get you down and let it affect the next series. So flush it, let it go, let it go, and let's try to sweep the next team we play. And it's no secret that this team is missing some valuable pieces. Someone like Brandon Woodruff stands out, who hopefully will be an impact pitcher for them in the second half of the season. But they also need Corbin Burns to be Corbin Burns. And we definitely saw that in his last start. And we sure as heck might see that again here with Corbin going up against Minnesota at the time that we're recording this. So Corbin also has a new best friend, and that is Victor Caratini, who has essentially become his personal catcher. And I know some teams are against this and you don't see personal catchers as much in the bigs these days, but entering this one against Minnesota, Caratini's caught the last three, seven of nine, and his ERA with Caratini is 208. His ERA with Contreras is 5.96. And there's more total bases allowed from Corbin Burns with William Contreras catching him than with Caratini. And there's about a double difference between innings, right? So Contreras has caught about half the innings as Caratini at this point. With all that being said, do you believe in personal catchers for some pitchers? Like if you were running the Brewers right now, mm -hmm. at this point, you see those numbers. It's starting to become a trend. Don't you just say, hey, we're going to run with Caratini catching him. We'll give William the day off or put him at DH on those days because if Burns is going to mow down hitters and this is going to be a thing, then we need to ride it right now. We need wins. Yeah, 100%. You know, I felt like they displayed a a comfort level level with each other when I was there. And um, I think as, as time has passed by, you know, they are really comfortable with each other. You know, they, Caratina has a really good feel for Burns. And I think the most important thing for you to do is keep the starting pitcher locked in, keep him comfortable because that's your horse, that's your ace. You want him out there locked in day in and day out. So I say you ride with it, you keep it rolling, keep it going. And uh, whatever helps you get a win, that's what you stick with. I'm with you. We always get a win from Roddy Telez when he's joining us. The dude is a star interview every single time. And I know you had some fun with him too. 
Yes, Riley, man, he's he's one of a kind to say the least. Uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's always a, a fun to talk to, and like I say, him and I, we we definitely joke, we laugh, we had a great time throughout our career. But uh, guys like himself, you need that in the clubhouse to to get through a long, grueling season. His words are not PG. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. If you're about to listen. Kids, maybe ask your parents if you can listen to rowdy interviews. They are hilarious, though. Dude might have a future as a comedian. And here he is joining us again on Brew Crew Territory. The shirt did look. I want to know what that was. It look like? looks Gucci. I, I know. That's why I was wanting to know what it looked like. <laughs> I, I wanted to see the whole thing. You know, I need to see um, the whole thing. The definitely not fans. Gucci. No. That's a, that'd be too expensive of a shirt for Rowdy to buy. Trust me. He's cheap, man. I promise you. Cheap, huh? Nacho will be getting back on now. Of course, our fans right away go, Raddy, go to the laundry room. Yeah, that's where we're for There it is. The laundry room is famous for reception. Here, listen here, Lo. You ain't talking to me about being cheap, you little fuck. You don't spend no money on your team. Wait a minute. And Wait a minute now. We were, I was, I was, yeah, you know, fuck you. And I was late getting to the stadium because they were putting up this shitty ass statue of AJ Brzezinski in this fucked up place. So I don't even want to hear it. I had like can half I, a good season here and they love him. Is that true? Are they putting up a statue? God. Have you not learned that Rowdy lies more than you do? He, he hasn't. He hasn't, AJ, at all. I, 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 no. so, this conversation with Rowdy really lies once. You don't want a statue up in Minnesota? I deserve one after they traded me for Joe Nathan, Francisco Liriano, and Booth. And Joe Mauer. That, that was a good trade for the Twins. Uh, no shit. That's they why got they some put good a statue arms and some good clubhouse guys and got rid of you. That's right. And I went to your favorite team and got to tell you to fuck off. Yeah. Little fat meatball. All I wanted was an autograph. Meat. You, were little, you were a little fat meatball back then. So I was like, fuck off. I'm a vegetarian. There's the shirt. Oh, that is nice. Sick shirt. I wear collared shirts to the field because I'm a professional. Get that. Where, where, does one, where does one purchase a shirt like that? Cincinnati. Oh. <laughs> Cincinnati There's not much to do there now. but buy shitty shirts. <laughs> oh crap, good. Uh, I miss you, man. Hey, listen, Riley, I miss you, man. I miss the trash talk more than anything. You know I enjoy yeah, it. You weren't, you weren't very good at it, but I mean it's always fun to talk to you. Right. I usually well, you know I usually call Low on my drives to go deer hunting and he answers the phone and he's usually doing something um that he's that he has to say something bad about me and you know, but he was always my, my hero. When I got traded over here, he was hurt, and then he came over here and didn't even introduce himself to me. He just looked at me, and I said, yeah, man, we got the same haircut. Say something stupid. So we, we was close from then on and never bought me anything, didn't take care of any of the young guys. Um, right? I mean, crusty-ass hands, needed lotion. Rowdy, the difference between us is, listen, I'm eight years, eight years, nine years older than you are. But we got the same haircut, you know. I'm growing mine out. Look at that. I'm growing it back, man. You see that? Growing it back. Yeah, out. dude. You know what? It's a jungle out here, man. <laughs> it's a jungle. Well, listen, Rowdy. Listen to me, man. What's going on? What's going on in Milwaukee? Talk to me. Do I need to make a trip? Do I need to make a trip to Milwaukee and get you guys rolling? Again? I think, yeah. I think you do. Because we got going when you came out to Colorado last year. I think, I think we need you. At least I do. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm tired of being the most veteran guy in this place. It's getting tough. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened last time, Lo? What what happened last year? Well, you know, it was a. Um, he donated money to the fantasy football, so it was cool. Yes, 
you know, because, you know, I'm the reigning champ of fantasy football, so I went out for the fantasy football draft. And, you know, I had to get out there and, and you know, get the boys because they were struggling a little bit. So, we, you know, we talked. We had a, had a few drinks and relaxed, you know, being our old, old selves, talking trash to each other. And they need that. They need the trash talk day in and day out, especially Rowdy. That is what gets him going. He needs it. You hear me, AJ? Scott, they need it. Yeah, well, does yeah. he have – Rowdy, do you have, like, the soundboards in the clubhouse to be able to talk shit with, or are you missing some of that right now? Um, You know what? I would really like AJ in there. I'm, You know, I don't say a lot of good things about AJ, but I know I heard he was really good at, at talking shit, and, like, I, I really need somebody like that. That, You know, like, sometimes it's okay to talk shit when – you know, I'm, I got, like, 19 years in the league. It's only like four and a half, but it's like 19. And sometimes you just need that guy that, that just says something and you're just sitting there and you're like, man, I got, I can't fire nothing back. And you just sit there and you're like, God damn it. You, know, you wear it. And we don't really, uh, there's not a lot of shit talking guys here. We got a, we got a really nice clubhouse. Murph, really good you got Murph. Yeah, but you never know. Like Murph's going to, you just don't know with Murph. Sometimes he just, he's in his moods. He'll put on his headphones. He'll walk around. Uh, he works. Did he get? I mean, I swear to God, he's full. You need up at like nine a.m. for a seven o'clock game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you ready for some shit talking? Yeah. What do you got? What the fuck's wrong with you? Why the fuck can't you hit? Because I my Twitter is getting blown up. Can you please have Rowdy on so you can get him hot? So what the fuck is going on with your hitting? And then second of all, how in the holy hell are you guys behind the Pittsburgh Pirates? Um. Well, I'll answer the Pittsburgh Pirates one first. Um, see what happens when you lose some games and they win games, then they go up. I don't know if you know how baseball works, but, uh, no, it's, we're we're in a little, we're in a little funk right now. It happens. It happens to the best of us. And then to hitting, I was watching videos on you because I was, I was getting prepared to talk shit and it just went downhill fast. I was like, you know what? Let's copy that swing. And it didn't work. And I don't know. And then I was decided to take BP like low and, fillet everything over third thinking I could steal bases and that didn't work and then I was like you know what I'm gonna mix in a salad maybe I'll eat clean and my, my vibes will change and that didn't work so I'm just in the middle of just you know I might need a, a live chicken um or something you know maybe I need to watch Bull Durham AJ why don't you just show up out here you you got enough money to make a flight out here you probably fly private they love you here in Minnesota they do Love me here. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you when I'm going to see you. Hold on. Let me let me look real quick, and I'll tell you when I'm going to see When I have a Brewers game. Oh, yeah. I don't. Never mind. Only do good teams. Um, <laughs> that's why you do the White Sox. So what are you talking about? You do good teams. No, that's you know, they, they like me. Uh, let me see. I actually do have a Brewer game somewhere on the schedule. Uh, well, I was supposed to have one, but they took me off of it. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, August 12th. I'll see you August 12th. Guess where? Chicago. Nailed it. Brewers, White Sox? Yep. Yeah, of course. Maybe you see that over there. If, if I keep hitting like you, though, I might not make it to August 12th. I might be sitting at Low Kane's <laughs> house with him. Hey, Crown of Coke. Hey, I don't know if you have a – I don't know. Your phone doesn't have internet, but you better check those statics. Better check yeah, the that's... back of my baseball card and, and call <laughs> me back. T-Mobile, man. I got that I got that T-Mobile shit. You know, it's just – it's not good. You're supposed to get, you're supposed to get free uh, – Free MLB free package MLB. on Team T-Mobile. That's true. Yeah, hey, but that doesn't the, help with Wi-Fi. Did you see the Gucci stuff we just had? No. Uh, your shirt was part of it, I think. 
but all the stuff kind of looked like your shirt. Would you buy Gucci MLB stuff? They had a sleeveless no. vest, denim vest. With all no, the I don't. I don't wear nothing like that. I mean, I don't. I don't have that kind of money. I can't. There it is. Can enough. you see that? Not only no, but hell no, I wouldn't wear that. <laughs> Wait, Rowdy, Rowdy, how much do you think they're selling that for? If it's Gucci, that's that's got to be like six grand. Eight thousand two hundred dollars. You went under. Yeah, man, that's. I'm trying to keep my pockets heavy, as as my man Lowe would say, and that's just yeah. not how you do it. Keep those pockets heavy, man. Don't buy that Gucci stuff. It's a waste of money. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell your, tell your wives that. Yeah. That's Too not sure. it either. Yeah. Right, I had to buy I had to buy Low Kane a, a a little scooter on his last leg, you know, when he was out here because he couldn't get around. So I had to take care of my man, get him the front row parking spot. Got to take care of the vets, man. Got to take care That's of the right vets. Got to look out for and them. You're supposed to take care of the young guys, but you didn't do nothing. I think I bought suits. I bought video game case. I bought cakes. Listen, AJ Scott, every no, birthday, I, know you did. I, would, I would buy cakes. Every, for everyone's birthday, cakes. Whoever birthday it was, I bought a cake. We enjoyed we buy ate me so shit. much cake on that team. It was amazing. I enjoyed it, huh? I know. Look, that's why I turned out like this. I used to look like you when I got over there when I got traded. And the next thing I know, I'm out here looking like I apologize. Like the big show. As soon as you get done playing, we're going to put you on a diet, and we'll get you back to that playing weight. All right? That's about how it works. Maybe we get <laughs> some hair plugs, too. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Hey, Rowdy. You know what it weekend. was? Yeah. I used to – I used to – Lowe used to sit next to me on the plane when I was playing cards, and he would sit there, and we would have to – he would tie himself into the plane. He'd put on one seat belt, and then he'd flip up the edges on the plane and put on all the other seat belts around him. Any sort of turbulence, man, dude, he thought the plane was going down. I used to tell him all the time, we're not going to make it, man. We're going to lawn dart somewhere. And he would just – he'd look at me and tell me to shut up, leave him alone. And he goes, you know, leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> I throw my crown and coat. Yeah, Poor well, guy. Roddy, you see, now he just now he just chills in Oklahoma, barely leaves the house, and he'll look behind him and be like, oh, I'm in uh, France today. Oh. Yeah. I'm in Philippines yeah. this afternoon. See? Man, the, you know damn well you ain't teaching those boys nothing. <laughs> hey, that's why they go to school, okay? And you sitting in that desk next to them trying to learn. Showing up in your, your and one shoes, your jorts, and your polo collared shirt today want to practice. Why are, you, why are you telling everybody about this, man? It's supposed to be between, between us, you know what I mean? Keep it between no, us. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. I know that you was do the that first day of baseball, cases. right? Yes. First day of baseball showed up in some jorts, basketball shoes, <laughs> and a college shirt. They stuck but his I ass couldn't... at third base, and he said, no, nah, that's not for my brother. Let me go out to the outfield. Yeah. Couldn't hit a lick. Couldn't feel the ground ball, but I could run. Let me tell you, I could run. And they put me at third base. The ball ate me alive. So <laughs> I played third base all of two weeks, and they said, hey, go to the outfield. And that's where I made my living, AJ. That's where well, I made my living. That's true. That's true. Hey, breaking news, Rowdy. By the way, you got a new teammate. Rymel Tapia Wait. signed with the Brewers. I don't know. Rymel Tapia? Yeah. I played with him in the Fall League. Speaking of guys that could run. That was well, is he going to help? Yeah. But, you know, it's, hey. we, need, we need some help. We probably need a new first baseman. AJ said we need a new first baseman one time. And oh, here we go again. He yeah, I, well, you're time. right. You know what? 
You know what? If I show up, that's the problem. You don't want me to show up because counts might call me in. I, I can't wear your uniform and be a little big on me, but <laughs> I, I, I at least can show up. I'll catch it. I'll, I, I'll sneak in a hit or two every once in a while. Yeah, you'd be like me in the last 10 games. You'd have one hit and two hits. <laughs> That'd be perfectly fine. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be cheaper. I'll be Probably you would be too, but that's a true story. Hey, at least I told the real story. You did come to San Francisco and you did say some I, shit listen, like that. Listen, I have not denied that. I I've told that story. Colton Wong and I had a conversation. You guys need a first baseman? I can play. Brady's <laughs> sitting right there. You got yeah. better after that, though. See, that's how us vets do it. We tell, we so you the guy that we want to hear hears it, and then they learn. Say, oh shit, there's a mirror. I better look in it, and then bam, look at you now. Yep, look at me now. Just it's gone downhill. <laughs> Roddy got some fan questions. So, uh, Sean, or new country songs. Are a lot of guys afraid of flying in MLB? Um, damn, Lo, they called you out like that, huh? Wow. Lo's yeah. super scared. Uh, I'd say there's one or two on every team that there's definitely one that does not like flying, like absolutely hates it. And then there's one that's like, like the undercover dude that doesn't want to say because he doesn't want to get worn out about it. But I would say there's one or two guys on every team that don't like flying. Do you have one on your current team? Yeah. Would you like to you know, reveal them? I don't care. I mean, it, Wade Wade Miley doesn't like flying. He's kind of like low, just likes to sit there and, and not really move and just hang out, relax, watch a show. Um, but turbulence, you know, turbulence is never fun. Kind of feel helpless when you're in the air. But yeah, turbulence is—he doesn't like it. It's pretty funny too because a lot of guys start screaming and stuff, and <laughs> just makes it way worse. <laughs> uh, I got one from Ronnie. If there was one team besides the Brewers, what team would you want to play for? Um, just proximity to home, probably the Rangers. Mm-hmm. No state income tax, too. True. Not, not the Giants? Point. The home? The... No, no. No. <laughs> no. With a hold back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that was your team yeah. growing up. That was. Doesn't mean I want to go out there. <laughs> I, like I, I mean, I like three, three or four days in that city is enough for me. <laughs> hey, what, did you hear about what's going down in the Bay Area tonight? The reverse protest? At the Oakland game, the fans are all showing up. It's actually going to be busy there. And they they bought sell shirts. So people donated thousands of dollars so that they're handing out to every fan that walks in a shirt that just says sell because the owner treats everyone like shit. No, I, I don't have social media, so I don't I don't hear much about a lot of stuff. But that's kind of funny because I guarantee you they won't have the security to do that. Like, it's going to be a mass chaos there. <laughs> Did you see one? What was it? Two weeks ago, a fan ran on the field. Ran the base. It was a kid. Looked like what, fifteen-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Ran the bases and then hopped back up to his seat, untouched. Wow. That doesn't surprise me. I we had two fans run on the field in one day when I was there in nineteen, and Jeff Nelson caught one of them, the umpire, and suplexed him. And I was like, <laughs> damn. You know, Jeff. Was- you you guys know you guys know Jeff. He doesn't say very mm-hmm. much, and it was kind of like he just tucked his shirt back in and went about his day. Called bad balls and strikes and. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what happened this past weekend? Did went after no one likes it, but now they've won six in a row and they're even beating Tampa Bay too. Did did you go in the clubhouse and be like, Well, you're all getting DFA'd? 
No, because I was one of those guys. You can't really say that when you when you kind of were leading the charge for that. Were the guys I mean, dejected or like Lowe said, I would have just walked in, crack a joke, be like, fuck it, let's go. A lot of guys were like, you know, it, it was a little somber in there, but I was like, dude, Seabiscuit wins sometimes, you know? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great you know, like It shit just happens, man. Sometimes it's just... It's just not. It's just not your day. It's not in the cards. I mean, I think they've won six straight something now. So it's like, it, it it just it happens. It's part of the game, you know. You look at teams that win a hundred and something games a year and they lose the first three games of the playoffs and they're out. You know, it's just shit. It happens, man. You know, you know those guys have played long enough. AJ and Low, you guys played long enough and been on some stretches where you guys are beating everybody. And then there's been some stretches where the worst team in baseball comes into town and. You know, they no hit you or they they be sweep you and you just sitting there and you're like, All right, well, that wasn't in the cards, but fuck it, we got a hundred more. Brody, you have to understand Scott didn't play. I don't know if you know this or not, but Scott never played baseball. So he <laughs> No, just... but he Yeah, so it's like Scott is I when I when I talk about like, that's why I said you guys and then I said the two names of the guys that played. Yeah, he did uh, address you. He knows. <laughs> and, you know, Scott's like one of those guys. He's like the new wave that um, baseball is really easy from behind the screen. And we should be really good at it because when he played on the video game, he played really easy and, and you were good. But, um, no, he, he goes in the gym. He does his biceps, puts on a jersey every now and then and, you know, goes in his room, shuts his door and pretends he's Ken Griffey. But in reality, Scott Braun. And it works. So, it works. He's and on, he's down the street. Yeah, he was on rookie level. So yeah, yeah, beginner, easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's like good at baseball video games. He plays on the level of the pitchers that you face, AJ. Everybody's on eighty-seven, right near bat speed, and the games are hard. <laughs> uh, Actually, Roddy, there was a great line <laughs> when we had when we had Pete Alonso on. Somehow it came up like, "Oh, who would you want to face?" We I could ask you this too, like, "Who would you want to face all time?" And someone on our show was like Babe Ruth, and Pete's like. Babe Ruth probably threw dumpy 82-mile-an-hour cutters. Just like, screw that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I, anybody that AJ faced that he had a crew out of, it's probably somebody that will line up right to me. Matt Harvey? <laughs> Who? Matt Harvey? I mean, okay, we're not talking about the back half. I will give you some props. You played for Roy 17 Holiday, years. Or Pedro? Those are guys that hit well. Are they, are they bad? Yeah, like those. See, there was like three of those floating around. You got Roger Clemens, good one, nice. Um, Randy Johnson, cool. You had you had five. We have like three of those in a rotation everywhere we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you guys are so much better. We are. You guys are so much better now. Dude, the fact that you don't even have to be in shape to play baseball just shows like how easy it was back then. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say kettle. Meet the pot, dude. I didn't say it was. I didn't say I was in shape. I was just saying like how often guys weren't in shape back then. Oh. <laughs> mm. Well, oh. drop the mic, Roddy. We got. We we gotta let you jump. I already broke one bobblehead today. If I had one of you, oh yeah. wait, you don't have one. Never mind. Well, good luck on on the yeah. AJ statue out there. Um, tell the guys they're doing yeah, a they're great job right now. Yeah. They were just putting it up, and then they threw it in the waste management dumpster because they just figured it was fucking nobody wants it anyway. 
<laughs> oh boy, you are something else. Let me uh, tell you. Uh, <laughs> hey man. Hey AJ, I want to AJ. In all seriousness, AJ, I do I do respect your career and everything you've done, and I just like talk shit because you do like to talk shit, and I've heard a lot of a lot of stories about how much hell you gave young guys, and I kind of want that. I want to see what that's like. Rowdy, listen, dude, it doesn't bother me. I promise you. <laughs> I just laugh. It, I, there's nothing. There ain't nothing you can say that my wife ain't already said to me, okay? So trust me, it's, it's all good. <laughs> I will laugh, and I don't get mad. And it, The game needs more of this. Yeah, I agree. This yeah. is what I, I love. share your I bank account it. like your wife does then? Uh, no. There's only one of those per family, because if I had two of them, I'd have to move in with Scott instead of Scott moving in with me. <laughs> I got a Scott good losing a one better. No, it's a two now. A two. I upgraded. You upgraded yeah. just for me. Yeah, Orlando is a lot cheaper than New York City. Hey, oh, is that yellow? Yeah, yellow yeah. started hitting some homers. He did yesterday, two days ago. Did he? Two days ago. Yeah, we lost oh, us, still. Uh, All right, well, go get him tonight, Rowdy. Go do your thing, man. Good to catch up. We'll get you again in a few weeks. All right, we'll see y'all. Thanks for having me. Rowdy, you're a legend. Keep doing your thing. Keep being you. We need that. So another great interview coming up that we want to give you a little piece of comes from Legends Territory as it's out now and you can hear the full thing if you check out Legends Territory on podcast or you can type it in on YouTube or find it on the Foul Territory YouTube channel. Carlos Gomez, who actually is a former teammate of Lorenzo Kane back in your rookie season in 2010. Carlos is an inductee of the Brewers Wall of Honor in 2021. He signed a one-day contract with the team back when he retired, so he could retire with Milwaukee. And he was fun to watch and, in my mind, low, underappreciated at the time because the rules, the unwritten rules and protocol was stricter back then with players and celebrating and being themselves. And he said, screw it. I'm going to be Carlos Gomez However, I want to be Carlos Gomez. And he spoke a lot about it, which we'll run in a moment. But what was your experience like with him? And do you have any comps in today's game? Yeah, I, I only got a, got to play with him for a very short time. But you, you can't underestimate the energy he brought day in and day out. You know, um, like I said, he didn't care what you thought about him, you know. But one thing he would bring day in and day out was consistent energy to a ball club. And that is that 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 is an advantage throughout an, an entire season. And Willie Adamas and Carlos Gomez, they are very similar in that aspect. And they both brought energy. They brought the fire day in and day out. And uh, it was just a pleasure and a lot of fun playing with both of them. Yeah, Willie's nonstop, right? In yes. the dugout, he's always going, always talking, always bringing the energy. And that's why this Brew Crew team is special. I mean, they've between Rowdy, who you just heard from, and Willie, who's just kind of always got the motor going. There's a lot to this team in terms of personality, which you get to hear every week on this show. So let's give you a little piece of that Legends Territory interview right now with Carlos Gomez. You got to the Brewers, and did you make that decision? You went to Ron Renneke, the Brewers manager at the time, and you said, I want to be me. I want to I do my swing. Or was there a coach? Was there somebody else in your life that made that like aware to you, like, hey, go, go? You got some juice. Use it. No, I'm, I'm making myself. I, I tell myself. I'm so frustrated that, 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 that I see what I can do and they don't let me to do. I make the decision. I have the experience already that I'm not a rookie, so I'm allowed to, play, to, to, to express myself. And we have a so nice conversation to my manager, 
and uh, he respect me and he told me like, okay, let's try and see. When they give me this, I feel I feel like like uh, when the lion get out the cage and give it to the jungle again. I'm like, round now, let's go. And the next day that I play, I hit two homer. I'm gonna start, you know, learning when uh, to get more, more, more concentrated to the at bat. Orion Brown, oh Aramis Ramirez. Before I not pick my leg, my leg kick, I not use that. So I'm gonna start doing it, and I start hitting more power. But I'm watching them. I'm learning. You know, I pay attention to Aramis every time, like how he did so perfectly every time. And you know, every time I see, I don't tell them. But every time that I saw Arami go to the cage, I run into the cage and I'm looking. Every time that Brown go to the play, I go to the to the to the running cage and I and I'm this is the first time that I told that. But I use then like a reference, like I wanna I wanna progress and I'm gonna make my adjust perfect. Is Aramis Ramirez one of the most underrated players? Probably top three. What did he do so well? I mean, he's a, a Brewers legend. I mean, that guy can can have a, a, a man on base. He's going to bring him in. Like, you see he added to his face this my IBI. one nothing game. Who were some who were some other guys with the Brewers that you were that you were close with that you you know really made that time in Milwaukee special for you and made you a better player even? Um position player? Both pitchers, position. Yeah, Yavani Gallardo. <laughs> yeah. A, a position players, I say uh Ricky Weeks. Ricky Weeks and uh, and uh, Aramis Ramirez. This is the guy that I pick him up, uh, you know. And, and we talk to a lot about adjust to to be better every day. And pitcher, and the first time I mean when I get traded to the Brew, I have the the honor to play when Trevor Hosman. And Hoffman tell, hey, you're gonna be a star. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Keep playing. And Side Grinky. Side Grinky love when I play. You say, I know I have a true center field over there that he don't care about. He he broke his back. He's gonna catch that ball. And you can get more from Legends Territory again if you type it in on podcast or on YouTube to see more of Carlos Gomez and hear more of Carlos Gomez as he does not hold back, clearly. He is just as fun to listen to and chat with as he was when he was a player uh, in Milwaukee and otherwise. Okay, let's finish with the look ahead for the Brew Crew, and they have a weekend series coming up against the Pittsburgh Pirates. This division is very much up for grabs. St. Louis is still playing for the most part terrible, which is surprising to almost anyone, right? We're getting closer and closer to the halfway mark of the season and going, okay, this is not going to be a runaway for St. Louis. And not only is Milwaukee fighting the good fight right now low, despite some of the injuries they're dealing with, Pittsburgh's actually been very healthy as a ball club. You know, they signed some veterans. They've been on the field. Their pitching has mostly been much better than anticipated. The Pirates are a tough out right now. 
I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're going to win this division. Of course, Cincinnati's playing really inspiring baseball right now. So even though this division as a whole is not great, right? Most of the teams, especially since the end of April, are not playing good ball, not even playing 500 ball. But for Milwaukee, you can't look past Pittsburgh. Before the season started, many thought this is a 100-loss team in Pittsburgh. Probably not going to be the case. So no cakewalk coming up. Oh, not at all. Um, you know, I picked Milwaukee to win a division, but Pittsburgh, the Pirates are growing on me, and they're growing on me fast. Um, I think the veteran presence of Andrew McCutcheon, uh, just bringing that to that clubhouse is something that they needed. And um, I think he has helped turn this club around. He's got them locked in. They're playing great baseball. And um, I personally think that they can can continue this success. And um, And I think me personally, that it will end up being Pittsburgh and Milwaukee at the top. So uh, I think it's going to be a fight to the finish, and uh, I'll be here for the entire ride. Who, who would have thought? Pittsburgh against Milwaukee, the heavyweights. I mean, Milwaukee, most thought we're going to be good, but dealing with what they're dealing with with the rotation right now and some of the other injuries. Pittsburgh, watch out. This team's legit. And, and I will say, and as I continue to say, I don't think Cincinnati's going anywhere either. I think they're going to be a pest. There's just there's more young talent flowing through as long as they pick up pieces at the deadline. I think it's going to be a very interesting division battle because I don't think any of those teams are making it as a wild card. So you got to go for the division in that case. Good luck if you're a Brewers fan to your squad all of this week. We do this every week on Brew Crew Territory on the Foul Territory YouTube channel. And also you can find the podcast on Spotify and on Apple. We appreciate you for watching. Thanks, Raddy Telez, for being part of the show this week. And we'll see you next time.